0: Hi fm your station of choice since 2008 And uh, our next guest, very exciting as well we have Mayor Duval here who is A, a conveyancing attorney and B, the founder of a very exciting little company called rent to buy and uh, Mayor, thank you very much for joining us I uh, hope you're having a fantastic morning so far
1: Lovely, thanks a lot for the invite and I really appreciate the opportunity
0: it's good to have you here. Thank you so much for making time for us on a, you know, an early Sunday morning. I'm not sure how you spent your Saturday night, but, uh, you know, given the way most people do, it tends to be a little hard to wake up on a Sunday. Well, I'm sitting in, in the mountain
1: overlooking the Banuk Valley. I oh. just uh, interrupted my mountain bike early morning ride, so oh, it's uh, yeah, yeah, beautiful yeah, yeah. outside.
0: <laughs> that sounds like a yes. treat of note. Me, I, I personally wouldn't make it more than 100 meters if I tried to cycle up a mountain, but I suppose the, the destination is what counts. And I mean, just, uh, just seeing where you are in your, in your stream there, it looks, it looks absolutely gorgeous. And, and an e-bike also helps. Oh yeah, really? I suppose that is a little <laughs> life hack, I suppose. <laughs> That's awesome, man. All right. So let's, uh, jump straight into, into things. So first and foremost, uh, tell us a little bit about rent to buy as a company. When did you guys sort of, you know, when did when did you come together? Where did this idea come from? If you can just give us a little bit of insight. Thank you. Yeah,
1: I'm a property attorney and I actually bought my first television from Telljoy in nineteen eighty. And after three years they told me I own the T V now. And I said, Why? And I said, Well I've actually bought this on a rent to own concept or rent to buy. So come two thousand and seven and this is where the interest rates went completely crazy and the national Credit Act also was implemented and people couldn't get home loans anymore. But I thought about the concept of why don't we go back to the same how I bought by TV is that you rent a property for a period of time, you build up a reputation, you can demonstrate to everybody that you can actually pay the installments that's equal to a home loan, plus you can pay the rates and taxes. So it's almost like going into an incubation period. Through that time, we also realized that a lot of people has got credit problems and that's why the banks are declining. It's not because of affordability only. If you look at South African demographic, about 50% of people has got bad or low credit scores. If not more, so then yeah. we developed the next, next product and that came about in the concept of My Budget Fitness. We want to, it's like for fun. We want to help you get your budget fit again. Now, particularly now after COVID, we see so many people struggling with low payments, late payments, and all that stuff. So, uh, Budget Fitness is actually one of our strong tools again. And then we developed, uh, through that, we also developed online systems where one of the biggest bond originators are using our software. We're pushing about between eight to 10,000 people per month through our software. So, you can actually go online and check if you are fit enough for a home loan. Again, if you're not fit enough, let's put you into the Budget Fitness Programme. And then we also realized that there's lots of subsidies out there for first time buyers called FLISP, F-L-I-S-P. And I was very cheeky and I raised the website, <laughs> flisp.co.za. First, the government was upset with me, but now they're actually working in partnership with me. And we rolled out a program in Braddard's talk with Rent to Buy, which I'm going to tell you a little later about. So it's actually evolved quite amazing over the last so many years. And now also the other, the, ne- the next thing that happened is that the company approached me and they offered me financing in the price range 400,000 to 2.9 million rand for rent to buy. Wow. So it's actually been a right amazing journey, starting from the first steps and then actually now where we are with all the different opportunities in rent to buy. Just recently, I concluded a 13.8 million rand rent to buy in Tombsloof in Cape Town. Wow. So it's really for all types of properties available.
0: It's very interesting. I mean, being an agent myself, I've obviously encountered a lot of Clients that do have these credit issues, as you say, and again, you know, their salaries are solid, their income streams are solid, but you know, the the credit check system here, I suppose, your TPNs and whatnot, are very critical and tend to scrutinise their, you know, anyone and everyone quite in, you know, intensely. I mean, uh, something as small as missing a phone bill payment can almost put you exactly. into areas, and I suppose having something like, uh, you know, credit counselling or like you say, your your program that you have in terms of helping people get their credit back on track, I suppose that's almost invaluable to almost anyone. I mean, even someone with a strong credit can always make their credit stronger, I suppose. Exactly, because the stronger that your credit
1: profile is, the better interest rate you can negotiate. Exactly. I did a calculation that if a bank penalizes you because they're nervous about your credit score and they add 2% on top of your interest rate, that 2%, and I want to ask you as an experienced person, how much do you think... It's going to cost you over 20 years if a bank loads two percent on top of your your prime rate. How much percentage wise you're going to pay more for your bond?
0: I mean, just a quick question. If we let's just assume we had 10 percent standard, you're paying obviously 10 grand per million. I mean, it increases two grand a month, which is a hell of a lot over a year. That's you know almost 50 grand in in extra payments and whatnot. And I suppose over 20 years, you're looking at a fortune of money. 52 percent. 52 percent. Go yeah. and do
1: that calculation. So you're paying one third more for your bond if a bank loads 32. and i just recently published an article as well and i said why are you trapped with your home loan for 20 years if you take up a, if you buy a car and you pay uh take up finance every year as your um value of your car goes down your premium of your insurance also is supposed to go down if you have a white wide awake broker because they've got to tell you your car's less value but the other reverse doesn't apply. Your property goes up in value. Your income in- improves. Your credit score improves. And still the bank keeps very silent that you're still paying prime plus one or prime plus two. Mm-hmm. They will never come back to you. So we recently started another business say switch your home loan because the bank will never tell you about that secrets. They are happy to keep you trapped there for 20 years to pay the same home loan rate until you start investigating and say, Hey on hang on, I want a uh, lower interest rate, please give me a better rate.
0: Yeah, I suppose you have to really do your homework and be thorough. I mean, this is their business. The more they can, the longer they can keep you in and the more they can charge you, the better for them, I suppose, you know? Exactly, exactly, yeah. Okay, so let me ask you then, I mean, obviously, there's a very, very big difference between A, purchasing a property, B, renting a property, and then obviously C, renting to buy the property. So in terms of the rent-to-buy situation, I mean, from what I've seen, again, I'm not too versed in it because again, it's a very rare sort of situation to find yourselves in as much as it, you know, seems to be a, a really solid option. What, what sort of an impact on the final purchase price would a, let's just say a year long rent prior to buying, how would that affect your, your purchasing price then? I mean, I know generally is the case that your, your rental premium may be higher than what the standard market rate would be. But then that obviously in one way or another should come off your purchase price, if I'm not mistaken. Can you give us a bit more in- insight into that?
1: Yes. Often a person comes to me and say, okay, my I'm going to pay two years rental. Does that entire rental amount come off from the, from the purchase price? I said, no, the landlords must also receive rental. So let's use your 10, uh, 1 million rand home loan and let's say 10,000 rand a month is your home loan repayment. So if you rent a property of a million rand, you would normally pay Let's say 7,000 Rand a month rental because we know it's cheaper to rent than to buy. Yes. But in the rent-to-buy scenario, we would ask the buyer to pay an amount that's equivalent to the home loan amount. So you'll pay 10,000 Rand a month. So 7,000 Rand goes into the rental kitty and 3,000 Rand a month goes into the savings deposit saver. So we call it a deposit saver. So as you are saving, as you're renting, you're, you're building up a savings account of 3,000 Rand a month. If you walk away after a year or two or three, you forfeit your deposits because obviously you kept the seller out of the market for two or three years. And that's called an option fee. And that option fee is quite recognized in the industry. But if you don't take up your option, you forfeit your option fee. You also pay the rates and taxes and levies. And therefore you, the nice thing for the seller is that they actually put in a very nice cash flow situation. You also don't, I also don't want him or her, the seller, Come back to me after two years and say, Mayor, but you've kept me out of inflation, out of property. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we then even have a three or five percent inflation added on top of the purchase price. So there's always this terry or the carrot in front of a buyer to say, if you exercise your option within this first year, we freeze the purchase price for you for the 12 months. Mm-hmm. And then that ratio of 70 to 30 percent applies for the rental versus the deposit saver.
0: Okay, I see. So, so effectively, for example, you, like we say, you you're looking at renting to buy a million rand property. Current prime rate, uh, the prime rates at let's just say ten percent for simplicity's sake. In terms of the structure of the agreement itself, let's say, for example, you you know you sign a rent to buy your rental terms eighteen months. What rights do does the owner have? During the course of that rental in terms of continuing to market that property, would that be a similar situation to a subject to or, you know, would the owner be in a position to, you know, entertain other potential offers while giving that initial (laughs) rent to buy purchaser the first option right of refusal?
1: No, in exchange for the higher cash flow that you receive, you take the property of a market, okay. and because of the option, you lock that purchase price for the buyer for that two years. As, as I said, that 13.8 million rand transaction, uh, it's a three-year rent to buy, so it helps the buyer to build up a nice deposit. But after three years, he can go to the bank, he can demonstrate to the bank, I have paid quite a, a high amount of deposit over three years, and therefore my purchase price is reduced. And now I want to apply for a small, a small home loan. So in that case, we also build up a 5% um, increase in the purchase price every year. So there's also, as I
0: said, that carrot
1: for the buyer yes. to take up the option sooner rather than later.
0: Okay. And then in terms of the, in, obviously when you're initially making your rent to buy offer. Let's just say, for example, part of that is going to be financed through a bond and you've got pre-approval, et cetera, et cetera. What if along the lines the interest rate were to change? Let's say it goes up, goes down, whatever the case may be. Would the application for that bond need to be resubmitted or would, the, would those factors be taken into account in terms of potential structural changes to the deal or – the okay. When we screen, fixed.
1: yeah. When we screen, yeah. Sorry, sorry. When we screen the buyer for rent to buy, we always make sure that this we always classify a buyer in green. That's a person that's ready to get a bond to buy the property. Orange is a person that's a little bit of scratches, but it's a bit of best rent to buy. And rent to buy a red, a red client is one with lots of credit problems, can't get a bond or a, be able to rent to buy now. So if we look at the rent, the, the orange client. This is one that's almost ready to, to get a home loan, but not yet there. So we will, we always screen the clients very, very carefully to make sure that they will be able to achieve the outcome and that's to get a home loan after the two or three year period. If a person is too far away, we rather recommend they going to more budget fitness and then once they complete that, then they start the process. So the home loan is not approved from day one because otherwise you would take up the purchase and go ahead. So we apply for rent to buy a home loan at the end of the term. But during the rental period, we also give the tenant a personal trainer, similar like to a gym. Yes. And this personal trainer will help you check in with every month that you've done your budget fitness exercises. You didn't go out and got excited on Black Friday and bought TVs and cars (laughs) on, on debt. And that you actually... Focus on actually achieving your goal and that's to get a home loan after two years. We've got an amazing story in, in Mop Park in Bradarsdorp and this is where you save for two years. Your rental period is for two years, but fifty percent of your rental amount is put into a savings account. Now there we see that after two years you'll be able to go to the bank and your rental will be two thousand savings will be two thousand rand a month and after two years you've saved forty eight thousand rand. Then we're also able to go to the government and obtain a FLISP subsidy, FLISP, that's first time buyer subsidy, finance linked individual subsidy, and then we, again, another about 50,000 rand. So there we will be able to reduce the purchase price for the buyer with about 50, uh, with about 90,000 rand. And that makes a huge difference in affordability, a loan to value, and able to negotiate a better interest rate. So... What we try to do is to look at each case individually and work out the plan for that particular buyer and also the seller must obviously also be comfortable with the agreement that we have. Yeah, I suppose
0: remaining open cards between, obviously, the prospective purchaser, the owner, and the agent as well are critical factors in terms Absolutely. of making this process mm-hmm. succeed. But let's take a little breather, and uh, we'll be back shortly to wrap up our conversation. Property. We live on it. We buy it, sell it, invest in it. This is Proportunity Knox with Jordan Chenotsky. Mayor Duvall, with me here from Rent to Buy. Mayor is a conveyancing attorney and uh, founder of a very exciting little company. Uh, Mayor, just to jump back into our conversation, um, in terms of a standard rent to buy agreement. What sort of qualification protocols would need to be followed, given the the structure of the deal? I mean, in saying that, I mean, if you were a straight purchaser, of course you need to check your affordability, or you know what you can afford on the bond, et cetera, et cetera. And then, of course, the rental aspect: uh, you need the credit check and the background check, and the you know the risk assessment and whatnot. So, how would those two processes amalgamate in terms of a rent to buy agreement?
1: Thank you. Yes, we always pre-screen the buyer on credit score and affordability because it's no use to enter into rent-to-buy. And again, I just want to add one sentence here. You asked me earlier, which I didn't complete, what impact does the interest rate have? So we're saying what we look at is that we also score the client on the interest rate that he pays now and that if the interest rate changes during the course of the rent-to-buy term like it happened now – We also adjust the interest, uh, the rental that the person pays, according to that, because he must stay abreast with the interest rate changes. So the same will apply that we also check out the credit score affordability. And then the documents that we prepare are quite simple once the client has passed that uh, affordability and credit score test. It's a lease agreement that quite I'm pretty sure most people are familiar with a normal lease agreement, a normal deed of sale, and then I put an option agreement on top of that. But option agreement ties in all the documents together and right at the end, 24 months, 36 months later when you're ready to buy, you arrive at the door of the seller. Once you've got your home loan approved, because we can only exercise the option to buy, once your property finances are approved at the end of the term, and then you exercise your option to buy. So the last fourth document is the exercise of option to buy. We prepare all those documents in one go, so it's a full stack of all the legal documents in one Rent to buy property stack.
0: Okay. I see. That's, that's quite interesting. I mean, the similarities are evident and so are the differences, I suppose. But, um, okay. I suppose, uh, you know, building on that in terms of the cash that is outlaid by the prospective purchaser in the event that, for example, an offer or well, rent to buy offer is accepted and, uh, for example, the prospective purchases bond application is rejected, but in lieu of that, information comes to light that with a bit of credit assistance and, you know, a few fixes here and there, this person would otherwise be able to qualify for the bond based on their affordability. How would that then impact the, the process? Would the, would the, application be at risk in terms of reapplying once things are a little bit more in order or how would that are you talking
1: of, uh, are you talking at the end of a rent-to-buy term
0: yes let's just say for example a person's offer rent-to-buy is fully accepted everything's in place provisionally obviously and then upon final application for the bond for whatever reason the the application's rejected what would then happen with okay, the so uh,
1: yeah Yes, yes. No, so okay, let's no. say after two years, after two years, you apply for a home loan, and then the bank finds some problems that they don't approve a home, the home loan. Then obviously you've got to get to the point where you say the rent-to-buy term has run out, and now there are two scenarios. Now, number one is that you can extend the rent-to-buy term for another six months to help get this person t- time to improve those small scratches that are on the credit score or affordability. If that is the case. So we've had a couple of cases particularly in COVID when people struggled and we had to extend the rent to buy contracts for a few months and that all worked out very favorably because yeah. the seller approved that and the buyer obviously uh, asked for that. So, then we had one or two transactions where... Yeah. Yes?
0: Can I carry on, carry on?
1: Then we had other transactions where the buyer actually mm. said that I can't afford this property. We had one case where the lady didn't want to live in the property anymore and for, because of personal circumstances, and then what we assisted to sell the property. In this scenario, the property was sold for um, about, uh, she bought for 520. We sold it for 600,000 Rand, and she was able to take the profit from there and, and move on with her life, so she had a nice deposit because in the three years of rent to buy, the property also escalated
0: in value. Yes. So
1: we always look at a positive outcome and never try to pull the plug on anybody Because we want to have a win-win for the seller and for the buyer.
0: Of course. So then I suppose the next question would be who's, is it at the seller's discretion as to whether to extend the, the term for the rent to buy or, I mean, for example, you've laid out all this extra money that would otherwise be used towards, excuse me, the purchase price or, you know, something or other. In the event that the purchaser doesn't end up taking transfer and all of that money has been paid, what then, what then is the protocol to follow? It is
1: indeed the choice of the seller, but we do find that on all our rent-to-buy transactions, we only had a few where we had to actually proceed to sell the property um, at the end of the time. And normally the seller has always been very accommodating because they realized for the past so many years they received a fantastic cash flow. They had The buyers normally look very well after the property because we always say they become house proud because they feel it's my property. It's not like a rental property. They tend to the garden... They look everything like it's, but they become proud of their property and they look well after the property. It's not like a normal tenant that normally like doesn't look after the property so well. So yes. the sellers are normally very much in, 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 agreement unless the tenant started behaving bad and didn't pay the rent. And luckily we haven't had any of those transactions in the uh, 12, 14 years that we've done rent to buy. So we've been lucky in that regard, but I think we always keep a closer relationship with the buyer and the seller that they always know where they stand, where we go with them, and where they go with their own finances. And at the end of the day, if a rent-to-buy doesn't work out for you, they would rather walk away from this than be trapped in a home loan for 20 years and they can't pay the bond. Because Then the bank will take the property back, sell it for 50% less than market value, and you end up with a huge debt towards the bank. So it's almost like a nice incubation period as well to test out the property before you actually – Apply
0: for a home loan and
1: take transfer
0: And of course the risk attached to that would be That if you had engaged in the agreement And ultimately decided not to follow through With the purchase that you may be liable to You know forfeit some of that extra money You'd put on the table I suppose There's always different
1: scenarios that one can Work out yes to make things work For both parties Yes.
0: Okay. So my final question for you Before we wrap up here Is basically Along the lines of Renegle reneging, reneagle, I'm not sure what the word is, in the event that, for example, like you say, look, of course, you vet your tenants properly and make sure that their rentals are paid and whatnot. But let's just say, for example, the rent-to-buy period's coming to an end and there's a bit of deliberation on whether the affordability's in place and whether the credit score is strong enough. And just, again, for argument's sake, another buyer pops up and says, look, I'm interested in the house. You know, what's the situation? And obviously, there's a rent-to-buy agreement in place. What would be the option thereafter for the owner in terms of, you know, whether to extend on the initial purchaser's behalf or, you know, would they be able to then walk away to avoid potential damages or loss? We always try then to
1: negotiate with the new buyer to take over the property. And as I said, if there's a profit made, then the rent to buy client can normally benefit from the, from the, from the increase in the purchase price. We luckily never had a situation where the property was sold at a loss. But if a property was sold at a loss, then the the rent-to-buy client would basically forfeit anything that they had. The seller would normally be in a better situation or a similar situation. Because remember, Mm -hmm. they received like a 50 percent extra on the property for the last two, three years. So they generally, in in almost like a cash positive uh, situation, rather than being at a loss after that three-year period.
0: Okay, I see. Well, that is that is very interesting. I mean, I suppose as an agent myself, I would definitely encourage people to consider the rent-to-buy option. Um, but, Maya, thank you so, so much. Unfortunately, we are against the clock, and uh, as much as I always would love to carry on my conversations with all my guests, I suppose all I can say is thank you for making yourself available once again, and uh, I just hope that you, you've enjoyed yourself and that you'd be willing to make another appearance in the future.
1: Yes, definitely. We'd love to. really appreciate the opportunity. And it's been fun and nice discussing to you. And I'm going to continue and finish my cycling here.
0: Amazing. Well, you enjoy yourself. Have an awesome day. And <laughs> uh, you. wish you only success. And I'm sure we'll chat again Thank in the future. Thank you very
1: much. Thank Thanks, you. Thank you.
0: Guys, this has been Jordan Chernotsky here for Opportunity Knox. Very exciting day. A dual interview. First of many, I suppose. But uh, have a fantastic Sunday and an awesome week ahead. Hope you all achieve all the goals you've set for the week. And you know where you'll hear us, same time, same place, next week. Thank you, everyone.